right, Brian, so you were with us for a period of time, so you probably remember this. That typically we like to have a little bonus Ask Slee, Ask Brian after we're done with it. Okay. So you ready for a little, uh, little bonus Ask yeah, Brian? let's do it. All right, here it is. This is from uh, Raider Rubin. Do you miss Ireland when he's not on the show due to Laker games and only have Mace to deal with? I, w- I like to hear this answer, too. Uh, you know, I don't know. I would say yes, just because them together is great. Okay. Like the combo of the two of them of course. Is, is the best. There is something, though, and, and I, I, when you have a different – because you and I and Emily and Jorge are here what, 98% of the time, yeah. right? But when that other person comes in, it does change the energy a little it bit. It does, yeah. And not that you want it forever, but just one day it's like a little bit yeah. of a different – It is kind of nice flow. to change the routine, yeah. change the breakup and every, every now and then. All I hear is he doesn't like Ireland. <laughs> That's what I heard, too, and I'm going to tell – Ireland's no, no, John, probably listening you. right now, and he's going <laughs> to come in today. Actually, he's going to be at home. But he's he's on today. Okay. But all I me. heard was Trav celebrates when I'm not here. <laughs> we all heard different. Well, that's just true. We I all mean, di- heard different. There's things. balloons. He brings balloons and donuts and, and what cake. Is, what does uh, they say when John's not here? Dad's gone. Dad's yeah, gone. Right. yeah. That's yeah. But right. you want that around? Yeah, right. Exactly. Awesome. He brings balloons and cake. <laughs> Al Jimenez on Twitter replying to him. I posted the pictures of my uh, laundromat. Oh, I want to see. Okay. It. And Al Jimenez says, "Wow, I could live there." See, Al Al's member of Team Trav, Team Emily, that's pro laundromat. And Team Bergman, you're you're not. I like enough. And not okay. See, I don't mind. Like I will do my laundry at a laundromat when I don't get it picked up, but I, that just doesn't happen. But I always do go to laundry. I, I don't care what the laundromat looks like. It's not oh, something oh, where I'm like, uh, look. No, he's he's got it. I mean, eye. I go to a laundromat got- that. Probably he, not so great. They're used, He's got an eye for laundry. The mats. the B laundromat in my neighborhood, Wally's. Eh, you're gonna keep your head on a swivel in Wally's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, you know, in Orange County, are you ever keeping your head on a swivel? Yes, yes. So there's people the, take socks out there. Yeah, exactly. they take one sock. They take your chonies Jeez. right out of the washing machine. Uh, the other one, you could probably eat off the floor. It's it's immaculate. Sure. It's perfect. It's a great spot. What if they serve martinis there? I would get an apartment yep. in the back room. I would yep. in the supply closet with all the bounce and the tide. Yep. Would, I would just set up shop. Back would there. you the feel comfortable folding your clothes in this laundromat? Is this a trick question? Yeah, because I, I, I don't always feel comfortable. I always fold my clothes in the laundromat. I, so I normally do, but some yeah. of the ones that Good I go to, to are warm, probably you know? not the best ones. And like, yeah. Well, when they're when they come out of the dryer, they're still warm, and you fold them, they don't get wrinkled. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm big. But if you throw if you throw them in the bin and then you take them home, by the time and you then wait a week, they're permanently and just using wrinkled. like well, I'll just get one pair of underwear right here. I used to get mad Bobby. at my ex wife because she would do the laundry and just throw it on the bed and just let it sit there for hours. I'm like, it's getting wrinkled. And let me, me guess what her response is. Then fold it. Yes. <laughs> That doesn't but it seem more, it was more so I, Have you ever I, done I, it? I came home, <laughs> yeah. and that's how so it was. So back in the days, now with Michelle, this is not the case, but back in the days, I would take the laundry. It would kind of force me to do it right away. I'd just throw everything on the bed. I'm like, all right, well, now I have no choice but to do this because I'm not going to sleep with the clothes are sitting just on the push bed. Push it over the side a little bit. You know what ended up happening? Well, every once in a while, I just got sleep, and go ahead, and I'll just do that tomorrow. <laughs> Do you slide them onto the floor? Or do you put them on the leave them on the bed? I'd leave them on the bed. I would just push them to the side. <laughs> Michelle would never do that, nor would she ever allow that. They're but. better at things than no. we are. Goes without saying. All right, Oregon, Washington Smarter tonight. Uh, Pac-12 championship, final Pac-12 game ever. Right. Yeah. And I know that Oregon State and Washington State are going to own the brand, but there really won't be a Pac-12 conference in any meaningful way. What are they going to do with that? Like, hey, let's they're going to try San Jose State. They're going to try to bring together a, a, a kind yep. of a weird quasi-conference in conjunction with the Mount Mountain West, West. Mm-hmm. where they 
Oregon State and Washington State will remain members of the Pac-12, the only members of the Pac-12, yep. and play a Mountain West schedule do they and, feel, and each other. Do they feel like the Pac-12 will make a comeback? And they're going to be, I, I, gonna be the two that are still I, I there. Actually, I don't think it's a terrible idea what they're trying to do. Now, something just went down with, I think, the Supreme Court. Washington was representing all the remaining Pac-12 schools and the finances that are still up in the air is what they're trying to figure out. Who has control of those finances for the remainder until actually everybody leaves? Supreme Court actually ruled in favor of Washington, which represents the rest of the Pac-12 schools. But I don't think it's a bad idea that that brand has been around for so long. I'm not telling you today it makes sense, but just potentially keeping that brand around, who knows what happens in college football. That's it for me. It's... Somebody needs to own the brand because some way, shape, or form, it's coming happens. back. Not anytime soon and certainly not like we've known it before. But look it's how much back. has changed over yeah. the last 10 but, years in yeah, college football. For sure. Why is it coming back? I mean, because this eventually we're going to get to a two-party system in the, in college football. It's going to be SEC and Big Ten. Probably. And that's what it is. It's, it's East versus West is just called SEC and Big Ten. Mm-hmm. That's what we're eventually getting to. I think so. We're not going to have these Pac-12, Big West, okay. SEC, ACC. You're big, still going to have. Not, all that's going to go away okay no it won't you it i was gonna matter, I, 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 I was go gonna away. say you can have the two premier conferences and say the two premier is big 10 and the sec but then you have how many other schools that are trying to put themselves under the best third conference or the best fourth conference i don't know what that alignment's going to look like over years i don't it'll become you're an not going to be competing no, with them but that's okay yeah. it, it'll become a conference of olympic sports it won't be a conference of basketball and football. That, okay. That's going to be exactly okay. what you're talking about. All right. But that, it'll be a baseball fair. conference. It'll be a golf, a tennis, soccer. a swimming, I think baseball, a soccer. Baseball will eventually it, switch over to the other one, too. It, baseball, football, basketball are going to be the Those schools. I'm not saying that, that Cal and – well, Cal might. But UCLA, SC, Oregon, and Washington, they're probably gone for good. They're, they're, but the rest of them might look around and know. say, hey, let's get this thing back together and – We'll play our own little version 100%. of football over here. Because Colorado and Utah, they're not going into these other major conferences and going to compete. They're just not. So they'll no. decide, How let's about come the schools over here. That, even, even some of the schools that left, do you think Arizona, Arizona State, Stanford, do you think these guys are really comfortable with the position that they're going into? There's no guarantee in five, seven, ten years that they decide – is there something else better out there? So I, I, I think it's so, I think it's smart of them to just try to keep the brand. I agree. Why didn't Stanford? I mean, this is probably a bigger conversation, but why didn't Stanford just go into the Ivy League and just dominate the Ivy? They League? should have. They sh- that's exactly where they should. play with Princeton and Harvard and just that's and their, say that's, that's who you that's are. That's who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They should have. They should have. Yeah, Cal could have done it too. But I mean, they, uh, Cal. But the the difference is Stanford and Cal, as bad as they are, they want to be together. Well, th- yes. But they're also a lot better athletically than those other schools. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they would dominate the right. So they they fancy themselves real athletic institutions. It's fine, but that's like that's a massive academically. It's a perfect fit, but aesthetically and athletically, not so yeah, much. They, they mm-hmm. like to call themselves like Stanford of the or Harvard of the West yeah. or whatever. It no, is. they're yeah. Stanford. They're not even the Harvard of the West. Yeah, they're right. They're Stanford. their own. They're yes. their own thing. Yeah, they're their own thing for sure. All right, back to the Pac-12. Um, Everything I've read, everything I've heard, podcast, TV, radio, in all of it, Oregon wins, they're in. The winner of the Pac-12 championship game is automatically in. They should be. I hope so, and, and I think they should be too. But there are multiple scenarios where that isn't true. Like if Alabama beats Georgia, 
I have a feeling that both of those two teams go to the Final Four, that they- Alabama and Georgia. Hold on. And then Florida State wins undefeated. If Oregon wins, you got two one-loss teams against each other. Texas has a very powerful case. If they win, Michigan is obviously going to take care of their business. They're in. There's a world where Oregon wins this game. Washington wins, they're in, no doubt about it. Oregon wins, it's unlikely, but this uh, this this assumption that win and in, I think there's a pitfall there. If Alabama beats Georgia, do you think Bama's in? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I think they'll always take two SEC teams okay. over so I, I think Alabama and Georgia, I would still put in. Okay, so if Bama beats Georgia, I still put both of those. And schools then Michigan's in. in. Okay, so Michigan's in. That's three. Now you're down to one school left. I lean with you on this because maybe I'm more of an outlier when it comes to this. if Florida State goes undefeated. I just don't know how they're not in. Oh, they might leave them out. So, so they let's say Oregon out. wins. Yeah, they got one loss against Washington. Texas has one loss. Um, but we already just put Bama and Georgia in with Michigan. I think Florida State's grabbing that fourth spot. So I do I think, think there's a scenario where Oregon I, doesn't I get disagree in. with that. I or, think of all yeah. the teams, if everybody has a case, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama's a one-loss team. Georgia's a one-loss team. Oregon's a one-loss team. Washington's a one-loss team. Uh, Texas is a one-loss team. Oh, and then Florida State would be undefeated in this scenario. They're the odd man out, I think, because Texas's one loss was to a rival – Right. Yep. In, in Oklahoma, I know wasn't great, but it's still the the Red River Shootout or whatever they're calling it now. The Pac-12, other than the SEC, is probably the best conference in the country this year. So those teams have a very powerful argument. I agree with you, Al. I think both of those SEC teams, the ACC, way down this year, and they don't have their quarterback. Now, if they put him in, I'm not going to jump up and down and say this is absurd. But I think they're the the most likely team to get the shaft. I think the playoff committee has shown in the past that they will take what they believe is the four best teams, not record wise. They take did you think they the did that last year team. when TCU got in? They got to the final. They beat Michigan right. in the semifinal, so they but, wasn't but, but a, go, it wasn't for the long. most but part. They usually go with who they it. think is the four best, mm-hmm. and maybe they thought TCU was the four best. And, and if that's mm-hmm. what they thought, and right. they were right. Yes. They, they beat Michigan in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they didn't kill them, but it was I just have a, I have a very difficult time thinking that. I get it. Look, money for show, TV, power of the conferences, the fan base that comes with one school. What the hell do you want Florida State to do if they go undefeated in a Power 5 conference? And I'm not trying to make a case that the ACC is something special, but literally they would go undefeated you know and is, not though, get Al? in? Yes, that. What you just said. Hey, great season. Sorry, they're better. Better luck next time. See, I think there's an issue in there, too, though, that comes with the SEC. There is an SEC bias in a lot of these things. The SEC this season is real. Okay, it's real, but the SEC this season is not as strong as a conference as some of the other conferences. Maybe it's not as deep, but the top's still very, very good. It's it's always like that, but they're all. So that's where it's. Here's some numbers for you. One of them should. And, and, SEC, and SEC team has won the national championship right. four years in a row. And SEC team has it's played in the final, okay, six of the nine times. Won the championship six of the nine times that yeah. they've had the college football. They're not going to leave them out, which is why what Nick Saban said was so weird. This is from the SEC championship five game press conference. Five top 15. And this is what he was talking about, that if Alabama beats McAfee. Georgia. Pat McAfee, thank you. Pat, He told Pat McAfee that, hey – we can't have no SEC teams in the championship. Listen to this. From the SEC, regardless of who wins the game, absolutely. I think this is one of the best leagues, um, you know, in the country. 
Uh, and if you're a one-loss team and you play through this league, uh, I think you're one of the best four teams in the country. So you, you, there's some kind of way there should be representation, some kind of way, uh, because of the league itself and the competition in the league. So, But I don't pay a lot of attention to it because we can't control it, and I don't really want our players to pay attention to it either. I want them to focus on what they have to do to play well and have a chance to be successful in this game and have a chance to win the SEC championship. That That's the opportunity they created for themselves. Okay, th- this is one of the things that drives He's arguing in behalf of something that's never going to happen. I want to I do this on the other side because I, Nick Saban might be the greatest college football coach of all time. Might be the silliest thing I've ever heard him say. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And call in right now, right now, 877-710-3776. Here's your number again, 877-710-ESPN for your chance to win two tickets to the MLS Western Conference Finals between LAFC and the Houston Dynamo, plus an LAFC prize pack with an LAFC hat and a scarf. Call in right now, 877-710-ESPN. If you are hurt in an accident, you got to call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. Here's what it is. Sweet James used to work for the insurance company, so he knows their business inside and out. There are multiple attorneys at Sweet James that are going to look at your case to make sure that they have it covered every which way. Guess who else knows all of this stuff? The insurance companies. So when they see that you're represented by Sweet James, they know that they're not going to be able to run their games, right? They'll be able to offer you next to nothing or nothing at all, that they've got to make a fair offer. And if they still won't, that's when Sweet James goes to trial. That's when they take care of their business 98% of the time. They've got over 500 trials under their belt. That's a lot more than just about everybody else. So why would you call anybody else if you're hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident? It's the reason I called. It's the reason my friends and family have called. If you are hurt in an accident, call the accident attorneys at Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-900-0000 and sweetjames.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, it is time. This is your first of two opportunities to win tickets to LAFC tomorrow. Nice. Play the Houston Dynamo in the Western Conference Finals of the MLS, okay? This is the, essentially the semifinals. If they win this, they're in the finals, which is amazing. Uh, second year in a row, too. So all you have to do is answer one question and get it right, and then you get the tickets. All right? So if you get the answer right as well, stand on the line. So up first, we have Vincent in Gardena. Hey, Vincent. Hey, how you doing today? What's Great. up, Vince? 
Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, nice to talk to you guys. <laughs> awesome. So here is your question, okay? If you get it right, you get the tickets. Who oh, is okay. the goalie for LAFC? Uh, uh, Get in five, there, bro. Get that Google search four, in. Let's go. Let's go. Three. Maxine Crepeu. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll count it. Yep. Maxine Crepeu. Good job, Vincent. Go. Okay. Good job, Vincent. Stay on the line, Vincent. I'm going to get your information and uh, ha- enjoy the game tomorrow. And we got another Thank chance you. later in the show, right, Evan? Yes, we have another chance later in the show. So just make sure you know a little bit of LESC facts. Yeah, yeah. Be ready to go. You got a chance to go. Uh, Call in if you're a big fan, too. That's a big time game tomorrow. I don't have to tell AFC fans this. They know that. But maybe if you haven't had an opportunity to go, yeah. you will have a great time. Definitely. I think everybody knows that I'm not the world's biggest soccer fan. Every mm-hmm. time I do go to an LAFC game, it's awesome. It's just a really great evening, afternoon. And there's a lot at stake. Absolutely. Yeah. Any look, anytime you win, you get to keep going and not, you you're done. That's fun. That's fun. Nick Saban has lost his you-know-what, right? There is literally zero scenario where the SEC does not have a representative at the table in the yeah, Final Four, right? What, I, I'm, it's like saying, hey, um, <laughs> Mastro's has good stakes. We know that. <laughs> we know that. The SEC is a good conference. We're, we're aware. He does not – what's he lobbying on behalf? Because what he's saying is, hey, look, if we beat them, you can't keep us both out. Well, they're not going to. I think what happens is if Alabama wins, they both They're, are in. I was going to say it's more likely, if, if I'm throwing this question at you, Bama beats Georgia, more likely that both are taking two of the four spots or neither. Oh, of both. Course it's both. I think if you had to rank the things that could happen, yeah. right, you've got Georgia goes because they win. You've got Georgia and Alabama go because Alabama won. You have just Georgia goes unlikely or just Alabama goes unlikely Mm. nobody goes it's not even on the board it's it's not on the board there there's a case I I, I'm okay with this there's certain coaches out there that are trying to make a case for from a conference perspective maybe they're let's put it this way an ACC coach trying to make a case I get it a Pac-12 coach trying to make a case I get it there's certain conferences. No, you're you got to put that sales hat on. You're trying to sell the committee why your conference is the right conference to make sure that you <laughs> have <them>. representation <laughs> in. The SEC, my brother, we're sold. We bought timeshares. We're good. Everybody's. How many? What did you say? How many um, SEC championships in the so last? So they've won the title. Four? They've won the last four. Yep. So Georgia two, Alabama one, LSU one. Okay. They've won the last four, mm-hmm. and the championship game has featured. Or it had an excuse me, let me rephrase. Yeah. An SEC team has won the championship six of nine years that they've had this. The last thing anybody needs is let's make a case for us. By the way, if you go look at the just the rankings right now, Georgia, Alabama, Missouri, Ole Miss, LSU, those are five teams in the top thirteen. Right. The conference is fine. No one's <laughs> They're good. It's good. That's a, that's a little confusing. It, it, it was I a weird argument. I, I get it. He's always advocating for his team. He's always advocating. Yeah, because here, here's what he's worried about. Them winning. And not getting and in. And not getting in. Yeah. And that is unlikely, I think, but not impossible. I, th- I think that there is a I, scenario where that. that happens. All right. So I got two questions for you. Tell me who you think will be in the Final Four. Not who you want. Who you? Okay. What do you think the last four teams standing are going to be? Um, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, 
and Oregon. Okay. I think it's going to be those four. Who'd you like to see? I'm okay with those four. You're okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you? Who do you think will get in? Who do I think will get in? Again, what's the scenario? Uh, Just what you, whatever you think is going to happen happens this weekend. This weekend. Sure. By, by the time we get to Sunday night, who are mm-hmm. the four teams that are in? Uh, I think it'll be whomever is the SEC champion, so wh- whoever wins that game. Uh, if it's Alabama, I do think that they put both Georgia and Alabama in there. So you got two SEC teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd have two SEC teams, and then I'd have Oregon if they win. Even and then no, no, Washington. I'm not. No, no scenarios. Just but give us who give you think four wins. Teams. Yeah, give me who four wins? teams. No if thens. Yep. Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and M- Michigan. Michigan, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a nice Final Four. I think that's, that's a nice Final what Four. I want. So, my, yeah, my, so what do you want to see, Em? What I want to see? Yeah. I want to see... Uh, you might have already what, had it. That's, I would like to see that because yeah, I think that... But yeah. the whole thing is I don't want to have an immediate rematch between the SEC teams. So if you can have them on different sides, they match only in the national championship. Yeah, that that's the next step. But I, I, I agree with you. I think and hope that that's our four. I want the two SEC teams, and I want Oregon, and I want Michigan. I want Florida State in. I... I, I I think they are the most likely team to be, out. to be out because they're the least interesting of the bunch, mm-hmm. right? The Harbaugh thing, and they're really good. That's interesting. Nick Saban's Darth Vader, man. George Georgia is the two-time defending national champion, mm-hmm. and Oregon, I think, is one of the four best teams. That's that's why I think that those the, the Florida State story is what exactly, other so, than they've won all their games. So, but that, that, that's I think that's why I just lean on that. You're not wrong. Listen, I get it. TV product. I, I understand that. You, you, how many tickets? Just the uni- the power of certain universities and everything else. You know, one of the semifinals is the Rose Bowl this year. Yeah, yeah. The my only issue is I want a team who went undefeated in a Power Five conference to be rewarded in getting to the Final Four. That's all. That's all. I want the four best teams, and, and I and I think that's what the CFP is designed to do. The the is to not find the four best records. Mm-hmm. It's find the four best records that you also think are the four best teams. That the, a combination of the two. But right? can can I say that? Aren't there many years where we could, even if there was a team, if you have a one loss team in the Pac twelve versus a two loss team in the SEC, isn't the better school usually the SEC school with two losses? Typically. Right, so but you have that, to add an eye test and everything yeah. too. So yeah, but you know, just just the power of the comp. Like if if Oregon tomorrow was in the SEC, how many losses do you think they have? One or two. I mean, probably at least two. Uh not this team. <laughs> this team's really good. This is a really typically yes, I mm-hmm. would agree. This first how many of losses like, do you think Washington would have in the SEC? Two or three. Yeah. Yeah, I lean towards two yeah, or three. Yeah, two, probably three. They have a forty-year-old quarterback who's been in college football for one hundred and forty-six years. He's really chill, right? I know he was in the SEC when he was a freshman yeah. at Auburn, and, and and he's played there. But this is a different guy than the guy who was there. He he's just he's a man, mm-hmm. right? He he's a man playing with much against much younger. He literally guys. retires after this. He's, it's, he's cashing out his. It's 401k. a big deal. Look, look at who the two quarterbacks in the Pac-12 are. They're both sixth-year guys. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence. Penix came from Indiana. Yeah. Nix comes from Auburn. You know, Nix has a really good chance, I think, to win the Heisman Trophy if they win tomorrow night. Um, it's They're really good. They have a lot of NFL-caliber talent. I don't think they'd win the SEC, but I also don't think they'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be 7-5. and five. I don't think oh, it'd be like that. This weekend's so good. This weekend's so good. What's the best one? 
Uh, Alabama, Georgia is the best one, yeah. and that just kind of stays on an island on its own. But I don't even like. I, there's no re. That's the best one. But Washington, Oregon tonight. That's a fun game too. That's a fun game. I think we both agree. You said the line went up. You said it went 10. up to ten. Went up to ten. Oh my god! Yeah, it went my, up a half a point. My favorite chaos scenario though would be is, is if for some reason Iowa beats Michigan. That would be my favorite chaos scenario. Okay, let's say that happens. Yeah. Michigan's out. A hundred percent, they're out. Does Ohio State sneak in in that scenario? I don't think you can. But I, why yeah. not? I think you can. I don't just know. Because you're not, not putting Iowa in. I know no. you're not. But just by not I mean, winning your conference, let's say let's say Michigan is out of the lost mix. A really close game on the road yep. to a really really good good team. team that hurts them losing. Like it hurts their resume with them losing to but, Iowa. But what if it, what if it's a weird game? Notre Dame, or excuse me, Michigan loses ten to nine. Okay, can I just give you? Can I you play know, this out for you? JJ McCarthy t- twists his knee and he's out. Let's say the only upset. Let's say the only upset loss is that the Michigan loses to Iowa. So Michigan's then out. I love how we've we've literally worked in three hundred and eighty scenarios in our head. But that's what's so exciting about this weekend. Um, with that being said, it's Georgia beats Alabama, so there's one spot. Michigan, like we said, is gone. Let's say Oregon ends up beating Washington. There's your second spot. That means Florida State is probably most likely to get in, and it leaves you with one more spot left. I don't know if you're putting Ohio State in. You might, but over some of those other programs also Here, Here's the losses. question, though. The, the CFP, again, I want to go back to this. Mm-hmm. Does anybody think, and I'll ask you because you're the one arguing on their behalf, mm-hmm. do you think Florida State's better than Ohio State? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. And yeah. I don't think anybody that's watched college football this year would argue that they are. Yeah. Are they better than Michigan? No, I don't think so. No. Are they better than Georgia or Alabama? But this is the, the, the problem. I agree with you, but I could then sit here and make a case over the years that, well, why aren't you just putting more SEC schools into the final four? I don't follow. Over the years, I think SEC is just, we know the, the power that they have. Sure. I can make a case there's two schools out there minimum of the SEC that is of of, of the four best schools in the entire yeah, but country. You, but we haven't seen like two and three lost teams be a part of this conference. I know understand that Florida State being undefeated, but nobody's watching Florida State and saying that's one of the four best teams. They have the one of the four best records, but I don't think anybody's making an argument that they're one of the best teams. It may be good enough anyway to get them in. Mm-hmm. I, I if they if we get to Sunday night and there is it Sunday night or Monday morning? I think it's Sunday night. I think Sunday it's, night. If it's if we get to Sunday night and Florida State's in, it's yeah. not going to be this is an outrage. Yeah. But if they're out, I get it because they're not, in my opinion, one of the four best teams. It'd be Sunday at 11 a.m. is the broadcast. Yeah. Oh, Eastern. So yeah. 8 a.m. our time. There you go. Sunday morning. Oh, early. Go Ducks. We'll Brian see. will be up. Uh, what time are you getting up there, Brian? Uh, Sunday, Sunday 1.30. I always get up by 10 for the football, the football game. Football so, yeah, that's the go. only day. You know? that's like, actually, I set the alarm. <laughs> I'm up. That's why he gets up early. I Sunday know. morning <laughs> is his get up early day. If your Chargers oh. go into Foxborough and lose to they're Billy Zappi and or Mac Jones, mm. what, what, what happens to your team? Uh, we just leave Staley there. We take Bill back. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's interesting. I like that. That's an yeah, interesting, interesting philosophy. I think everybody would be okay with that. Right. I don't think anybody would object Something's to it. Something's got to change, though, if that happens. I'll Something's got to change. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, So, Travis. Yes. Yesterday was the Golden uh, Bachelor finale. Did I win? We all know. Came so close. Oh. So, our our gal, Leslie. Leslie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Ah, spoilers. Leslie watch did, it tonight. <laughs> Leslie did not win. Teresa ended up winning. Teresa. <sighs> anyway. Was it the wrong not. choice? I think that he made the wrong choice a couple I weeks agree. ago. Oh, uh, I, I think Ellen or... Um, Faith or were faith. the better options. Faith but, uh, was, don't faith ask was me, Gary. Which is the one that was with Prince? That was that's Leslie. 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 Came up as the runner-up. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. runner-up. But so, Faith was you so. You picked the one that was with Prince. <laughs> of course you do. 100%. Prince knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like if you're going to trust somebody, <laughs> Prince is probably Prince. the guy to trust. Yeah. 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 So that being, he wrote said, a song about her, Greg. <laughs> Which means it one of the songs was about her. Yes. Which one? Do you remember the name of the song? Sexy dancer. Sexy dancer. I don't know that song, but I'm sure it's good. Because he's always good. He wrote a song about her, which means he carried a fond memory of yes. his time with her. Or just know. a memory of her sexy dancing. So. <laughs> or that. Win-win. Uh, uh, win. But then you have to live up to that. You have to live up to the sexy dancing. That being said, Golden like... Bachelor is, ha, is is done for now. Um, they're, they're likely to do it again, probably, because it, it did do really well ratings-wise for the Bachelor franchise. That being said, you would be okay seeing... One of your parents being on The Golden Bachelor. Travis Patrick Cap. Obviously, this isn't a world in which sure, they were single. Sure. Yes. It would Kevin's be, single. It would be very, very weird, but I would be okay with it because I would want my mom or my dad to have somebody in their life. It yeah. would be super weird. My parents have been married more than, I think, 52 years, right? They've been That's married, a long time. I know. They've been married forever. But, you know, if, if that were the scenario, yeah, I would want... B- Either of them to be happy. It would be weird, but I would want them to be happy. Uh, Berg? Yeah, I wouldn't care in the slightest. I mean, like, my mom, my mom's uh, engaged, my dad's married, but, you know, if one of if that wasn't the case, have at it. Go do your thing. I can make fun of you while you're on the, <laughs> on the screen. Ow. Be happy. I don't care. Um, I'll go cap, and I think mm-hmm. I'm also speaking for my mother. I don't think that would <laughs> She would not sign happen. up. Yeah. Yeah, that, and you I wouldn't nominate her. I don't think that's happening anytime soon, so we'll go cap on that one. Easy? <laughs> okay, yeah. I say fact. I mean, my parents have been married yeah. for like 35 yeah. years, but hypothetically, yep. I think my dad would be pretty hilarious yeah. on, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it'd be a fun watch, so I'm all for uh, it. Yeah. Like white people versus Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are different. you like your parents, Brian? I'd say, yeah, what, probably like, one like more an than even the other. Mix. Yeah, an my dad's even... kind of you know the funny, crazy guy. My mom was like super smart, so you know. Nice little mix. All right, there you go. There you go. I like that. And um, what about you? you? Just call himself smart. I way, would be very <laughs> okay if either of my parents did. Who I think would be it, a better contestant on the show? Okay, so it depends on what you want. It depends on the selling. So my dad would be would be a good bachelor, I believe. Like if he was the Gary role, I think he's funny. I think he's compassionate. I think he's a good listener. So I think he would be a good bachelor man. I think my mom would be a good contestant because I think that she's good at making friends, and I think she loves um, a lot of the things for the bachelor is that they want to have. Deep conversations really fast. I think my mom is someone who likes to do that with everybody that she meets. So I think they would both be good in different areas. But they're still happily married, so hopefully that stays nice. the same. Um, all right, so um, 
Parker posted yesterday that he'd had DK Metcalf on his bench. Oh, DK Metcalf job, cracked oh, up, Parker. I think, 40 <laughs> fantasy points. It's almost like Kyron Williams oh, last week. At least God. three touchdowns. Yeah, and like it was insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's things that, you know, sometimes if I have a bad person on fan, uh, I put someone on my bench that should be not on fantasy, It or if I mess up a trivia, I, I don't, it doesn't keep me up at night, but it's something that sticks with me. I'm like, why did I mess that up? Oh, yep. no. So there is something that's not a big deal that keeps you up at night. Berg, factor cap. I mean, I live inside my head, so I'm. it happens all the time. So, yes, I can't pinpoint one specific thing. What I want to know is who was he playing instead of DK Metcalf? <laughs> like, was there a guy that he decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to play. Parker, you know, talk to us, brother. Skaronic. Yeah, Ben Skaronic. <laughs> I, I think he's have a really big day Defend against yourself. Cleveland this weekend. So DK Metcalf goes onto my bench. I, I just Parker. don't understand why that would be. Hey, then. Pretty funny. <laughs> Well, we're trying to get his mic on, but, uh, yeah, but it's it's okay. Okay, but Have either way, that's just ridiculous. And I can't think of who you could possibly be playing that would. No, no, no. Poor guy. DK doesn't get onto the onto the field this week. As a general manager, he can't even like address the audience <laughs> and tell everyone Parker, why. Parker, just text me because we're having trouble getting the fader up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but text yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Al, did you answer? Uh, I've not answered yet. Um, yeah, there are things. I'm gonna give you an example. At no point did that survivor pool bother me. At no point, week to week, playing in the survivor. And, you know, I, listen, I, there was 130, 140 people that started. And the fact that you guys all kind of got knocked out at the same time and same still, day. it wasn't, I wasn't like overly paying attention. And then the fact that I was following the game that I thought I picked and it ended up being the wrong game. I had the Minnesota Chicago game and I took Minnesota. What that you, bothered what were you me. following? I was following. I thought I took the Tennessee Carolina game because I usually picked on Tuesday, like right after. Right? Let me make my pick and make sure I don't forget. I thought I picked that game. That one for just because it's the most recent. There's a couple days I'm sitting there. And I'm like, damn, I kind of lost out on some good money here. Pretty good chunk. And I yep. and I and I, the team that I thought I picked, I didn't actually pick, and Chicago won. Trav. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I make a bad choice in a restaurant, it bothers me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like if I get something and it I comes got two out, I should have gotten and, three. And Zeno, and you, no, it wasn't right. Right. Like you ordered, like you ordered the fish, and it comes out. And you're like, that wasn't great. And then you see something go on the table next that to you that looks perfect. Yep. You're like. Damn, I always get why didn't I get that? And you I was gonna say, and you're picking between the two yes. and you took that one instead. Exactly. So that that's the thing that, like you said, low stakes to be sure. Or again, I got my lanes. If I order a drink and it's not exactly what I wanted, I'm not a send it back guy, I'm gonna drink it, but it bothers me. So <laughs> just if it's a little bit off, it's like remember that martini we got two weeks ago? That thing wasn't good. Yes. It'll still stick with me. Before Brian goes, I so I didn't actually know what Branzino was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was out on a date. It was a first date. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get the Branzino. I thought it was How like, did you say it? I thought I'll it take was, the Branzino. The, the Branzino. But I, it was it's not an Italian no, fish. That's, just, that's what he was just saying. A fish. Yeah, just a fish. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize. Fish I thought, don't have ethnicity. I thought it was like, <laughs> Branzino from Italy. <laughs> I thought it was like the way that the chicken was cooked or something. I don't know exactly what it was. You didn't know it was fish? No, I you didn't know it was fish. So I ordered it. And it got there. I was like, oh. Jeez, I do you not like this. fish. No, I do. I love fish. Okay. So I, I ate it, but I, but I, my mind was set on something else. <laughs> Emily, is that not the? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Where, um, what's his name has too much cheese. Yes. And that yeah, it's like a first date. Charlie Day. Uh, yeah, Charlie has. <laughs> 
How much cheese did you eat, Charlie? Yeah. I don't know, a block? <laughs> He's the best. Uh, right, Parker's sorry. four wide receivers. Here are the four wide receivers. He played four and wide and receivers? And you have three okay. options. So here he has four. Yep. Three is who he played. So he, ha- he has number one is Tyreek Hill. So that's of always an automatic. You, you okay. And then the second, uh, he has Tank Dell as his oh, wide receiver really two. good. Absolutely play. Uh, but also could not. He missed some practice this week. And then Christian Kirk has his flex. Okay, and then wait, he wait, wait sat DK Metcalf. Wait a second. I mean, it's a great de- defense on Dallas. Is fantastic. So yes. However, well, last night, yeah. <laughs> I think he's well, fired. Trevor he Lawrence just got fired on his has thrown. Manager. He throws like a touchdown a game, if any. He does not get a lot of touchdowns. There's not a lot of plays for Christian Kirk. DK Metcalf is a hundred percent, even with the Dallas D, the right choice there. No doubt about it. Parker, you're not getting any help from Matthew Barry uh, would shame you. Uh, <laughs> Brian, what do you think of this? Um, this is fact for me, too. It kind of similar to Parker, fantasy football, but uh, the trades that I didn't accept this year. Oh. And most recently, right before the deadline, someone offered me the combo of Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Oh. And I said no. <laughs> for what? It was for uh, Justin Jefferson, who I had on the bench. Where I was like, "Oh, he'll still oh, come back." He was on the bench, and you didn't take those three. Right. I, and now it and looks he's like got a bum quarterback too. I, I, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but it literally, <laughs> I was thinking about this numbers. last night watching the game. Like, oh my you god, you just I'm an didn't idiot. want to make a trade because you didn't want to make a trade. I also didn't want to give up my first overall pick. It yeah, was like, uh, but he hasn't played. Point pride. It, it's yeah, still some buzzing. feelings though. in yeah. fantasy football don't go together. It's a shame. Just, just numbers. One more M. Yeah, one more. All right, so I'm going to play this right now. It's Mitchell Robinson, uh, his coach. Oh, this is so good. All right, so um, his coach is being interviewed on the broadcast last night because of a situation. So I'm going to play it for you right now. The fact that you two are roommates this season, how did that come together? You know, first of all, uh, my wife passed away in September. And uh, Mitchell, when my wife's in the hospital, Mitchell came each day to visit her. And came very close to myself and my wife. And after the funeral, Mitchell told everyone that he was going to bring me to New York with him. He said, Coach, there's no reason you stay down here in Louisiana anymore. You come to New York with me and enjoy yourself and get your mind back straight because you know how much you loved your wife, how much I like you loved your wife. And it's just been a great situation, Rebecca. Beyond. So Mitchell Robinson's coach, wife passed away. Yep, they high stayed, school coach. They stayed yep. very close, Mitchell and his and his coach, and offered to keep him up in his house while he was getting back on his feet. So my statement is, this is a very sweet story. I think that's very nice of uh, Mitchell Robinson. But my statement is, you have a coach that you have stayed in contact with um, as you grow older. Um, Alan, Patrick Cap. I mean, the only fact that I have there... Old coach I used to coach me, no. Kellen doesn't count. I was talking about the Granite Hills coach. So I, I have not. I know you have. I know you, you've you had uh, plenty of moments in this. For me personally, I have not. I guess you could say my rec center coach, who now coaches uh, Dan Duffy, is a great dude, anyways, at Kendi Rec. We Occasional texts here and there, but not, hey, he's coming by. I'm in San Diego. I'm going to see him. Trev? Yeah, I, 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 you know, the people that listen to our show a lot will know this. My high school baseball coach, uh, a guy named John Myers, who I did lose touch with for a while, for, for I mean, a decade plus, and reached out to him. Was it last of, year? You guys all? A couple years ago. Yeah, got yeah and I just, my my youngest son is playing baseball, was going through something, and he's like, and I told him, I said, hey, you know, you're going to have good coaches, you're going to have bad coaches, you just, you know, if you're lucky, you get one that you really care about. And he asked me, hey, did you ever have one? I said, yeah, it was my high school. And I told, was telling this story to Susan, my wife, and she said, you know, you should find him and tell him that. 
So I did. And we've reconnected. I talked to him a lot. He, he recently went through it's a great. little bit of a health scare, uh, came out here to back to California to get his, his heart worked on at USC. And I've, I've gotten to talk to him a lot. He means a lot to me. And, and I, and I still talk to him a lot. Uh, my college coach too. I don't talk to as much, but I still stay in touch with him too. So yeah, I talked to a lot of my coaches. Berg? Uh, no, none of my coaches. I have any relationship whatsoever. Well, my dad was my coach a lot, but I mean, even that relationship is strained. Uh, there's just no nobody. I was ever. I didn't like any of my college coaches. I mean, college high school coaches. So no, no, that's that's never been my thing. Brian? What about you, Em? Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, for me, this is Cap too. Maybe when I was like in high school, I kept in touch with my coaches from like rec league and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, the last coach I had kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. So it's kind of just haven't really kept in touch too much. Uh, so I had my soccer coach for my club soccer team when I was in high school, Donnie Wheeler, who won. Up, he he posts on my Facebook wall all the time, but Does he's he? very very sweet way, and he he's just someone who seems to care a lot about awesome. us going forward, and I think that's really nice. And then I also had a coach that uh, passed away about two years ago that we used to see every time I was going home. My sister was still swimming, and he was a great guy. He didn't have family, so he, it was just mm. him and uh, Mike Klesner. Awesome that's guy. a very cool story about Mitchell Robinson and, and yeah, his coach is. as well. That's that's touching. All right, speaking of coaches, Sean McVay, um, you know, is a Super Bowl champion, has been to another Super Bowl. This team probably isn't that, but I think you can see Sean McVay's fingerprints all over this version of the Rams. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Next Gen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. That's right. Next Gen is the absolute best in the business. Thousands, thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it, including the guys that came out to see my system at my house, and they took care of me, as you would imagine, right? Right now, you can get a 28-point full heat and AC safety inspection for just $44 through November, or excuse me, December 30th, through December 30th. Never before seen pricing. That's right. Just 44 bucks to ensure that your system stays running strong all year long. And if you're sick of dealing with a slow drain, how about a drain cleaning with camera inspection? Also, just $44. Here's how you do it. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N and say goodbye to your AC, heating, or plumbing problems. And if you have allergy problems or air quality concerns, call NextGen and breathe easy with indoor air quality solutions to fit any budget. Again, it's 833-3-NEXTGEN or nextgenairandplumbing.com to schedule online. Okay, so Brian, I got a question for you. Yeah. Because we're going to start talking about the Rams culture and what the Rams are doing and how the Rams got a shot. Seahawks uh, lose again yesterday, so even a better chance now for the Rams to potentially get in the playoffs. All that talent that the Chargers have, expectations coming in, names everywhere you look. How do Charger fans feel about the Chargers right now? We're down on them, I'd say. It's it's kind of hard. Do you to almost explain. want them to lose? <laughs> yeah. Do you want them to lose against the Patriots to potentially speed up the inevitable, speed I, up something that's going to happen anyways? I never thought about this until this last week when we lost okay. to Baltimore, and I was that was the first time that thought had like came into my mind. Where I was like, huh, you know, this year's already that's funny. pretty much done. It's funny that you waited for the Baltimore loss. Well, who, there was still who a little before Baltimore, Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay that we should have won. That's the lot. That the the Green Bay loss. That's the one. I mean, that one hurt because especially Rams in Rams played the Packers, and it was the worst football game I've seen in a really, really long time. But You're Rams have an excuse. They Their played Brent Rippin as quarterback. <laughs> they didn't have a quarterback yeah. in a league where it's kind of important to have a good quarterback. 
I, it's funny that you said after Baltimore is where you thought that. What I was asking, Trav, is are you as a Charger fan basically rooting for the Chargers to lose this weekend to speed up the process of something that I think everybody believes is inevitable? Do you want them to fire Staley like immediately? Like if they announced today, hey, he's out, would you be happy with that? I would be happy. I don't think anything's going to change this season. The latest like kind of rumors I've seen is like, oh, the Spanoses are – looking to clean house kind of deal mm-hmm. that was the latest like rumors i've seen the but... only clean house that the spano should be doing is selling the team <laughs> yeah. and put, i'm not kidding no, I'm, 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 put it in a real owner's hands and that will change everything do you not want to see if kellen moore's got the chops to do it like why not give him five or six games to see if he's because you don't know maybe he's terrible okay now i know let's go get, get a little else. sample size there to find M- out maybe he's great okay now i know but this, because he's certainly going to be a candidate for the job, I think. So why not get more data on that if nothing else? I don't. I don't. I would. I would it. be interested to see that, especially because he does the offense, and Staley's pretty much. Oh, it's his defense right. kind of deal. So I want to see somebody. And Staley is adamant about not giving up the play calling for the defense. If he's still there, I'd still like to see him hand it over and just try something new. Yeah. Because obviously, what he's doing isn't working. He does the thing, and and, and it, we'll kind of circle this back to Sean McVay here real quick. Staley does the thing where he's dug himself into a position where despite him being obviously wrong, yeah. he's 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 doubling down. Like you can you can have belief in yourself. You can say no, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to do this and try it a second time or the a stubbornness third time. can work to your advantage. You For say sure. some of the great athletes, right? That they're, it's their stubbornness, selfish. selfishness that makes them Without part of their good trait. It, it's part of it. But at some point that it's just something is true or it's not true brandon staley's bad at that mm-hmm. he's bad at it, it, it the, the data is in it's not a matter of opinion he's bad at it so let's try something new to your point brian like let's try to salvage this at some point and he's doubling tripling quadrupling down on something that clearly doesn't work right and to al's point about the baltimore game i think it also came into my mind that i was like oh burrow's done and now Deshaun Watson's done. So I was like, oh, there's a couple, you know, top teams in the AFC that now don't have a quarterback. Chargers still have a chance to kind of, you know, yeah. get in there with Herbert. But no, I don't know. It's done. There's too much traffic in front of them. There, there's just, and just too many decent teams ahead of them. Dug themselves to be, are they four and seven? Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, four and seven. Four and seven. This is, okay, so we haven't got a chance to get into it. We talked about it earlier in the week that look at the Rams position that they're in that the position that they're sitting in today five and six <clears throat> with the roster that they had coming in mm-hmm. was with the amount of rookies that they had mm-hmm. 14 the, ex, the expectations for the rams i think there was five and a half was the win total expectations for the rams and compare that to what the expectations were for the chargers and by the way put expectations to the side just look at raw talent yeah and here are the Rams actually realistically fighting for a playoff spot, and the Chargers, one of the worst records in the AFC, just doesn't add up. The Rams win, and this is where I think Sean McVay is so good at what he does. I know that he's an offensive guy, and for good reason. And I know that he, you know, he's innovative. But I think what his greatest skill is is he builds culture and he builds identity because he showed up. It's weird to think about when he showed up seven years ago. Believe it or not, this is his seventh year here. Nobody knew who he was. He did not have a brand. He did yeah. not have an identity. There was no, like everywhere he goes now, you know what you're getting with Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. But at the time, nobody knew anything about this guy. And he shows up, and the Rams were 4-12 and the year before. They were a bad football team. And they're instantly not only good, but everything kind of makes sense. It works. There's culture 
that was very clearly established. And I know that they were really good for the first five years of his tenure. Last year, they were not good for injury reasons, post-Super Bowl reasons, all of that stuff. So that, that was not a good season. But this year, Bobby Wagner, gone. Ashawn Robinson, gone. Greg Robinson, uh, uh, Allen Robinson, gone. Greg Gaines, gone. Jalen Ramsey, gone. Like all of these, somewhere between really good yeah. Hall of Fame caliber, Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, out you know who came in? And they're telling you, look what the game plan is. Right. They're, they're telling you by doing this. And, yep. and they took all of that. Ta- you know what came in? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Kids. 14 draft picks. Mm-hmm. They drafted four. All 14 guys made the team. Hmm. And what and what they've done is, no, the Rams aren't going to win the Super Bowl this year. They might not get into the playoffs. But here we are in December, and they're very much in it. They're the hunt. They're, they they're in they the thick. actually yeah. kind of hold their own destiny in the palm of their own hand. They found five NFL starters in one draft. Think about how hard that is to do. That's incredible. They found five NFL starters in this draft. Puka Nakua is an NFL starter. Byron Young is an NFL starter. Kobe Durant, or excuse me, uh, Kobe Turner is an NFL starter. Ethan Evans, their punter, is an NFL starter. Mm. And uh, who, Steve Avila. Steve Avila, their top pick, their their second round pick, is an NFL starter. Last year, he didn't play very much. They got Kyron Williams in the fifth round. That's an NFL starter. Hmm. They found six NFL starters in two drafts. That's, what you say about that, Brian? That that we but that's, that is an unbelievable way to build a team. Yeah, it is. Their their low period mm-hmm. last year and maybe this year isn't gonna last very long when you can turn it around. The Rams they've played poorly at times. They never quit. They never bitch. They don't snipe each other. Their their culture is rock solid. And this isn't the year. So the fact that they're in the mix, that these rookies can get some great, great experience as in meaningful games. Look, if you told me right now they're going to make the playoffs or they're not, I'm going to lean towards they're not going to make the playoffs. That's what I would lead towards. But I'm going to go back to this. This isn't the year anyways. How much, if you get all these rookies that get this experience, you got some more draft picks, higher draft picks that you're going to get this upcoming year. You got money that you can go spend. You still got a couple name guys that you know how important they are, and there's that culture. That That's big time for what they can do next Whatever year. Whatever happens over the course of their final six games. Yeah. Okay. Whatever happens, happens. This has been a successful season. The, the fruit from that draft and the development of the players like you just talked about and the fact that they're playing competitive games in December, this is a successful season. And uh, news in the college football world. So this is uh, Florida ha- State is in. We might not have to worry about Florida State. Actually, is what is going to happen. So mm. Tate Roadmaker is their backup quarterback. He is doubtful to play on Saturday. He so, was knocked out of the game the previously, so they'll be on to their third string quarterback, who is a freshman, Brock Glenn, for against Louisville in the ACC. What, Louisville what is, any good? Do we? Uh, any they good? were Louisville the is, top ten until Kentucky yes. beat them last week. Yeah. They were the tenth uh, team in the country until so last Louisville week. Louisville can ranked. very easily sure. Beat Florida State, and there's no conversation to be had. Yeah, there was something in that Florida State game I want to talk about when we come back because it, when it happened, it's like, wait, what the heck is going on? Plus, Shohei Otani may make a decision sooner than later. There have been meetings, and there were rules to these meetings. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.